There's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. How many of you are happy to be in church? This morning, are you happy? Love and faith service people, are you happy? Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for another opportunity that we have to be in your presence. We love you and we worship you and we praise you. We magnify your name. Guide us into all truth, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, turn with me to First Kings chapter 10. First Kings chapter 10. First Kings chapter 10. We are reading from verse 23. To 25. So Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. You exceed all your family members for riches and for wisdom. That is your portion from today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver and vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices, horses and mules, a rich year by year. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you here or you are not here? Are you here or you are not here? Speak in the Holy Ghost, somebody. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes, Lord. I give you praise. Bless the name of the Lord. Kamashi kerimoho katala. Leke pato romo shikere mo katari mo sende. Oh, what a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 1. I said in my heart, go to now, I will prove thee with myth. Therefore, enjoy pleasure and behold, this also is vanity. I said of laughter, it is mad, and of mirth, what doeth it? I sought in my heart to give myself unto wine, yet acquainting my heart with wisdom, and to lay hold on folly, till I might see what was what was that good for the sons of men, which they should do under the heaven all the days of their life. I made me great works. I builded me houses. This is Solomon speaking. I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards. And I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. I made me pools of water. That is swimming pools. Someone had swimming pools. They had gardens. They had vineyards. All right. They had swimming pools. To water there with the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens. And had servants born in my house. Also, I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar treasures of kings and of the provinces. I get me men singers and women singers. This is Solomon. And the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments and that of all sorts. So, I was great and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained in me. Hallelujah. I want to begin to talk about Solomonic success. Solomonic success. Success of Solomon. Hallelujah. Now, from all that I have read, how many of you agree with me that Solomon was successful? Amen. Alright. God wants you to be successful in your life. Can I have an amen? Okay. God wants you to be successful in your life. To be successful means to achieve. To have achievements. Amen. To have achievements. Hmm? To be successful means to attain wealth. To attain positions. Hallelujah. It means accomplishment. It means to advance. Give me a little more volume, please. I'm shouting. 
to advance. It means to boom, to flourish. It means to do well. Wow. Success means fortune, gain, good times, happiness, happy days. All these are the meanings of the word success. Hallelujah. All right. And when we look into the life of Solomon, we see somebody who was a king, who was full of wisdom, who was full of riches, wealth, influence, fame. He was a success. Hallelujah. And God wants you to be successful. In everything that you do, you can be in ministry. God wants you to be successful in the ministry. If you are a business person, God wants you to be successful in your business. If you are married, God wants you to succeed in your marriage. Hallelujah. And it comes from God. It comes from God. God wants to give you total success. Let up the right hand. Say, Lord, I receive total success. Look at Psalm 84 and verse 11. Psalm 84 and verse 11. For the Lord God is a son and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. The Lord God is a son and shield. So, what the scripture is saying is that the same God that gives you the sun is the same God that gives you the shade. Wow. I got what I'm saying. In other words, God is everything for you. And God is everything to you. And God says, I'll give you grace and glory. Now, What is grace? Grace is when what should not be is made possible. Grace is when what you don't qualify for is given to you. Grace is when when you have disqualified yourself, they say you qualify. That is grace. May you receive the grace of God. May you receive the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants you to walk in grace. You know, when you take grace out of your life, what remains is always you have to make efforts. Always you have to qualify. You have to bring all papers. Bring all the papers. No, it's left of this one. Go and bring that one. So, my school says that, you know, I have to come for it next year. They can only give me after. I said, no, no, go for it. Otherwise, you, you don't, you know, struggle. Effort. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you getting that? Eh? Yeah. But 
Grace makes all things possible. Not only grace, he says, I'll give you glory. Glory means beauty. Glory means excellence. May you experience beauty and excellence in your life. May you experience beauty and excellence in your life. So you see, God wants to give you a total blessing. This is the type of blessing that Solomon enjoyed. So there's a type of blessing called Solomonic blessing or Solomonic prosperity or Solomonic success. Yeah. Now, how many of you want to be successful? Can I see your hand? If you want to be successful, one of the things that we have to do is to study successful people. To study successful people. Never, if you want to pass your exams, don't, don't study somebody whose best mark is eight. Why are you studying he's my friend? No, he's your friend, but he doesn't have the ability to help you to pass. Yeah. <laughs> Amen? I got what I'm saying. One day, a certain man had a son. And the son was in secondary school. Those days, we used to do what was called O-levels and A-levels. The best mark was one. The worst was nine. Yeah. You get one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. I think six was a credit or something. You know. You see what I'm saying? So, that's why he didn't understand so when his son's result came, geography, nine. History, nine. Economics, nine. Mathematics, nine. English, nine. The one that he did very well was three. God, seven. You know? And all that. So when he sent his result to his father, his father called the whole village. How? Come and see. My son. You see, I've told people that my son, you see, you people, I'm walking in this village, you think I don't know anything. My son's resort is a reflection of my intelligence. So he was, he was walking around the village, waving to her, mathematics nine. You see, he didn't know. And his son was a bad boy, he didn't tell that look. Daddy, nine is not good at all. You will not get nine in your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, since Solomon was successful, how many of you agree that Solomon was successful? Then, he qualifies for us to study about him. Yeah. You see, history repeats itself. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, 9 and 10, look at it. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 1, 9 and 10. The Bible says that, watch carefully, the thing that had been, it is that which shall be. Hello? One of the ways of entering your, your prophetic destiny is just by studying what has been. What has been? That's all. What has been? That is why the judges in Kenya, they canceled the election. Because the first time the election was bad and they accepted it, there was a war. And a lot of people died. So this time, to when the election went the same, they knew that another war, that the thing that had been, it is that we shall be. Yeah. If, if the current government, MPP, they want to know whether they will go after four years, we can tell them. If they like, they should come and see me. We'll tell them. Number one, they shouldn't do anything until about three to six months. And start to paint, paint roads. This is what I'm saying. You see, when I saw NDC, when I saw it, the road in my area is so bad. Three months to the election, they came. Kiki, 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 kiki. Simple. Those of you who are MPP, you should tell them. If they want to go after four years, they should be, they should be proud. Fear that these people were arrogant, insulting pastors, took up Dr. Otavo, an honorable man. That's on it. Insulting him. Yeah? So, to, to go after four years, look, all that you have to do is that the thing that have been do the same thing. Then it is that we shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And is, is, and there is no new thing under the sun. That's what I want you to see. There is no new thing under the sun. So the principles that work in the past and make Solomon to be rich, those same principles, if you apply them today in your life, you will also be successful. Do you understand it? Yeah. So I'm trying to explain to you why we are studying about Solomon because we have agreed that Solomon was successful. He was. Amen. So he qualifies for us to study him. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So Bible says that, okay, 
Don't be lazy. Be diligent to follow people who have inherited the promises. Following is a major key to blessings. Following. Yeah. The disciples of Jesus became like him just by following him. Mark chapter 6 from verse 1. Mark chapter 6 from verse 1. And he went from thence and came into his his own country and his disciples follow him. Watch. His disciples follow him. The scripture is not saying his disciples followed him. But his disciples follow him. Present continues. That That is how Peter and John, and they became mighty just by following. So one of the things that you need to do is to follow. If you want to become successful, follow successful people. If you want to become a, a, a successful pastor, choose a successful pastor and follow the successful pastor. If you want to become a successful businessman, choose a successful businessman and follow. Okay? Those of you who are into football, you want to become uh, a good professional, choose mercy or Ronaldo, or uh, Neymar, one of these people, and follow. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. My personal opinion, and I'm entitled to my opinion under the United uh, Nations Charter, I'm entitled to one opinion, is that Ronaldo is better than Messi. Why? Because, why? Why? No, don't, don't. I have the mic. You don't have the mic. Why? Because Messi has only played in Barca. He has not come to Premier League. You see, we want you to come to the Premier League and take the ball from the center and dribble and let's see. Dribble it. Look, one day I was watching La Liga. Messi scored a goal. I got so angry. I said, what foolishness is that? He took the ball before the center circle on the edge. Ran. Beat all there. And then, you know, what, what even made me angry? As he was coming, they'll be going back like that. <laughs> and he went to score. Premier, you come. You, you, you say, you come. Yeah. When Coach Guardiola when he was in Barcelona, he was beating everybody. He went to Germany. Then he came to Premiership. When the Inter said, how? He said, I must confess. This place is very different. But I'm just saying, choose and follow. So over the next couple of weeks, we are going to choose a successful person, Solomon, and study why he became successful so that we will also become like him. Is it a good policy? Is it a good policy? Now, but the first thing I want us to look today as I start this subject is that let us 
Let us see why we say Solomon was successful. Why was he prosperous? Why was he wealthy? Why? Number one, his food. His food. His food. The food that Solomon ate with his household in one day. First Kings chapter 4 and verse 22. First Kings chapter 4 and verse 22. And Solomon's provision for one day. Give, give me NIV. Give me NIV. NIV. Solomon's daily provisions were 30 cores of fine flour and 60 cores of meal. 10 head of store-fed cattle. 20 of pasture-fed cattle. And a hundred sheep and goats. As well as deer, gazelles, robots, and choice fowl. This was every day. That will be your salary in the name of Jesus. One day. Now, according to the Dake's Bible calculation, this was 47, more than $47,000 every day. At four Ghana cities. We are talking about 160. If you add everything, we are going to about 200,000 Ghana cities. Eh? Only for food. Every day. No, I'm trying to explain to you why Solomon was successful. 100 sheep. And then also remember, watch me. In those days, there were no refrigerators. There was no deep freezers. Which means that whatever was there had to be finished. Now, many of us sitting down here. When you eat Fufui, you buy Fufui, five Ghana cities. Then one small fish. I remember, I remember when I was doing O levels. I was preparing for O levels. This, this 19, this 1983 or 1981, 1981, there was hunger in Ghana. All right. And we didn't have, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have food. And there was no money. I had a friend. He's passed away now. We used to go to a certain woman. May God bless her forever. Wherever she is. She used to sell lapewa. Kukunte. And we used to go and buy. But we were always angry with her. She has not done anything bad to us. But we're always angry. Do you know why we're angry? 
Because we say, Madam, we are buying, we are buying Kokote. Two Ghana cities. And then what made us angry was that she would ask, How much meat? Then we ask her, have we told you that? <laughs> have we told you that we want meat? Just put some, you know, you know, when they do it, there are some leaves. There are some leaves and some, this is under. Just put some on it for us. <laughs> you are laughing at me, you. you see, yeah, how many of you remember your story? Uh-huh. But you see, for some reason, she always forgot. And she always asked, how much meat? There are many of us here. Even what, when you eat, it is a problem. It's a problem. But I have good news for you. And the good news is that you eat and you'll be okay. You'll be satisfied. I said you eat and you'll be satisfied. Why don't you clap your hands for Jesus? You have more than enough. Amen? Psalm 81 and verse 10. Psalm 81 and verse 10. These promises of God are your portion from today. I am the Lord your God. Who brought you up out of Egypt? Open wide your mouth and I'll fill it. What God is saying is that no matter how wide you open your mouth, God says, I have enough to put into your mouth. May you receive the provision of God for your life. Everything that you need. Everything that you need. Everything that you require. Everything that is necessary. From today, the day of being half full is over. Three quarter full is over. One third full is over. Receive more than enough. Receive more. Receive more than enough. Hallelujah. I am the Lord thy God. Who brought you up? Out of Egypt, open wide your mouth, and I'll fill it. And I'll fill it. From today, anything that is lacking in your life, that is short. If you are a married man here, they say that your spams are short. Receive abundant spams. You know, there are some men, they don't have one spam. No, no. Yeah. What they bring out is only water. That's why their wives are not pregnant. Not even one sperm. It's called exospermia. Exospermia. No, no sperm. Yeah. And you cannot have a child. But today God is healing you in the name of Jesus. I say God is healing you. Sometimes there are some men, the sperm is not enough. When a man releases the sperm, alright, the sperm, 
it contains millions. The, 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 the semen contains millions. Millions of pens. 20 million. 40 million. Yeah. So you see some, some men, they have, but they have 10,000. You need millions. So this morning, by the supernatural power of God, God is moving in your life. God is moving in your life. I see in the realm of a spirit, a glass, an empty glass. And I see a bottle of water. And it is being poured into it. And it is getting fuller. And fuller. And fuller. And fuller. And it is overflowing. It is overflowing. It is overflowing. It is overflowing. Receive that blessing. Receive that blessing. Receive that blessing. Receive that blessing. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. When Solomonic success happens to you, you have an overflow. Yeah. Psalm 107 and verse 9. Give me the NIV. Psalm 107 and verse 9. NIV. For he satisfies the thirsty and fails. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And fills. Fills. God is filling your life. I say God is filling your life. Women who cannot have children. In the name of Jesus, may your womb now be filled with children in the name of Jesus. Somebody is blessed. I said somebody is blessed. I said somebody is mightily blessed. Yeah. Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. From verse 23. Be glad. Oh, people of Zion, rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rains in righteousness. Give me the, the, the King James. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. A rain is coming. A rain is coming. A rain is coming upon your life. The same rain that fell on Solomon and caused his life to be filled with so many things, it is falling on your life. May dryness leave you. May dryness leave you. May your life be full of moisture. In the name of Jesus, receive the power of God. Receive moisture, 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 moisture. May, may rain, 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 the rain of the anointing, the rain of the anointing, the rain of the anointing. 
may it fall over your life and cause you to abound. Hallelujah. And God said, I'll give the rain to you. Now, when the rain comes, what happens? What happens? And the, flo- and the floors shall be full of wheat. And the fats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. Verse 26 is our verse. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. How many of you know that someone ate in plenty and was satisfied? You also. When the rain, the rain of Solomonic success comes over your life, and it is coming. It is coming. It is coming over your life. It is coming over your marriage. It is coming over your finances. It is coming into your home. It is coming to your business. It is coming into your ministry. Into your area fellowship. Into your satellite church. In the name of Jesus. The rain that causes abundance. The rain that causes abundance. is coming. Hallelujah. And one of the things that is going to happen is that and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that have done wondrously with you. God is going to deal wondrously with you. People are going to look at your life and they will say, wow. I said people are going to look at your life and they are going to say, wow. Hallelujah. And you praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. When Solomonic Success comes upon you. You no, be, no more be ashamed. Yes. Shame is leaving you. Shame is leaving you. Reproach is leaving you. Hallelujah. Because where there is glory, there is no shame. Glory and shame, they don't go together. And God said, the Lord God, he's a son and he's a shield. He gives grace and he gives glory. God made Solomon glorious. Hallelujah. So, Solomon was successful just by eating the food in his house. The food in his house. You will not lack food in your house. Look, in your fridge, your fridge is an, a, a display of array of chicken Beef, pork, gazelles, deers, eh? Martin, eh? Eh? Octopus, bush meat, eh? Eh? Milk, cheese, eh? It's in your fridge. I said your fridge. Amen. Yeah. You know? 
many times I don't have time to eat breakfast. Yeah. I'll just say to my wife or to my daughter, can I have some cocoa? You prepare some cocoa. Sometimes there's no even milk. And put in the jug. I'll be driving and taking it. Because I'm always on the move. Once a while, I have time. So I tell my wife, can I have a proper breakfast? Proper breakfast. And she takes her time to prepare. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you want to have Solomonic success? Solomonic success. So that is, that is his food. Number two, safety. Safety. And security. First Kings chapter 4 and verse 24. First Kings chapter 4 and verse 24. For he ruled over all the kingdoms west of the river from Tipsa to Gaza and had peace on all sides. And had peace. On all sides. Amen. He had peace. What is this? He had peace on all sides. Do you know that you can have a lot of things, but there's no peace? There's no peace. There's no peace. Yeah. Some of the countries with the highest suicide rates. Solomon Sussex. Alright. Are countries where people have a lot of money. But they cannot enjoy it. But Solomon, God blessed him. And God also gave him peace. 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 Sometimes you can have all the food by your stomach. Your stomach. When you are looking at the food and you have no appetite because your stomach is full. Again, meanwhile, you are not eating. No. There's no peace in your stomach. Yeah. Look, let me show you a scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. And verse 18. Behold that which I have seen. It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he had taken under the sun all the days of his life which God had given him for it is his portion. The Bible says that when, when somebody, okay, work a lot, and he's blessed. Eh? And he's eating or he eats it. It is good. It is good. May you enjoy 
The fruit of your labor. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Verse 19. Now watch this. Every man also to whom God had given riches and wealth and had given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. This is a gift of God. Receive this gift of God. Receive this gift of God. What is this gift of God? That after God has blessed you, he also gives you the ability to enjoy it. You don't believe it? You don't believe it? Go to hospitals right now. You see a man with ten mansions. He has money in different currencies and all that and he's lying down there that is don't, don't, don't laugh don't laugh that is and the hand is that is he has no power to enjoy it I'm showing you why Solomon was successful he had peace may you have peace when God blesses you, may you have peace. May you have peace. May you have peace. Amen? He was protected. For he ruled over all the kingdoms west of the river from Tipsa to Gaza and had peace on all sides. Why did he have peace? God protected him from the attackers and the enemies. Yeah. Yes. That is what God did for Abraham and did for Isaac. Look at Genesis chapter 2 from verse 10. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 10. Huh? Oh, Genesis chapter 12 from verse 10. Are you enjoying the reading of the scriptures? Yeah. Amen. And there was a famine in the land. And Abraham, today I'm just introducing the subject, so we'll be closing soon. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Every famine in your life, every lack, everything that you need, as we are sitting down here, what is it that you need? May the angel of the Lord give it to you right now in the name of Jesus. Go home to a blessing. Go home to some good news. Go home to some good news. Go home for some... Ah! Waiting. Yeah. And it came to pass, when he was come nigh, near to enter into Egypt, that he said to Sarah, his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. You know that I know that you are very beautiful. Brothers, Receive beautiful wives. Brothers, receive beautiful, spiritual, anointed wives. May the Lord deliver you from from unanointed wives. She says, Sarah, 
you are very fair. And watch. Watch. Go ahead. Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Egyptians see thee, shall see thee, that they shall say, this is his wife. And they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with thee for thy sake. And my soul shall live because of thee. So he said, you see the people, when they see you, because you are beautiful, they will kill me and they will take you. So just say that, Charlie. Look of you, I'm your brother, okay? From today, I'm your brother. It doesn't matter. Eh? And it came to pass that when Abraham was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld, saw the woman, that she was very fair. The princess also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's and commended her means that they said, hi, Charlie. Some, some, some sister be that has come, he's fine, pa. He's fine, pa. And they commended. Do you know that, sisters, do you know that one of the greatest blessings you must desire, pray for, is to be recommended. This sister, this is, so, so, sometimes I, I tell, you know, my son, I say, this one, this one, this one, this one. Don't, don't look at the way she's walking on. She's a good sister. Commendation. May you be recommended in the name of Jesus. Sisters, may you be recommended in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. And he entreated Abraham well for her sake. Eh? He came to Abraham and said, Charlie, I beg you, your sister, you fine, pa. Can I have your sister? The, the king, oh. And he couldn't say, it's not my sister. They would have killed him. Yeah. All right. And he had sheep and oxen and he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. Okay? But watch this. When he, he took, the king took Abraham's sister, sister wife, wife sister, wife sister. As Samoa, listen, as Samoa, God was rather going to open a door for him to be blessed. Because in exchange for the sister, the king gave him so many things, so many things. And then what happened? I'm talking about God blessing you and protecting, giving you security and giving you safety to enjoy it. Give you the power to enjoy it. That is a true success. That's a true blessing. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Give me the NIV here. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Anybody who has taken something special from you, something special, stolen your jewels, eh? taking away your precious things, may the Lord afflict them because of your sake. May they never know peace. Yeah. Recently, one of our missionaries sent me a test. He said, Bishop, these have come to steal everything that we have. They broke into the church, stole their equipment, stole everything. Then I lifted up my voice. I said, they will never know peace. 
I said there's a curse in their house. Hey, I spoke. Yeah. Never have peace. Never have peace. Anybody who has troubled you because of your promotion, the person has gone to lie about you. Somebody has stolen something in the office and they have planned and they say that it is you and you can't say anything. God will afflict them in the name of Jesus. I said God will afflict them in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Somebody has come for your husband. If you are here, you have gone for somebody's husband. After church. After church. Send the guy a test. Now look, I beg you. Yeah? You watch. You are taking somebody's husband. Taking somebody's wife. Ole. Ole. But the Lord inflicted serious disease on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me? Give me the NIV. NIV. Let's go NIV. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. What have you done to me? He said, Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? But you, when we were taken, you know, didn't you see? Uh, a man, a grown-up man walking with a grown-up woman. That from time to time they do how can that be the sister? As they are, they are walking once you tap the bumps like that. Uh, because of your last. And some of you ladies when you go and tell somebody's husband and they are saying, they say, it's not me, it's him. He says that he says that the wife he doesn't like the wife. If he doesn't like the wife, are you the one that he's going to like? <laughs> Foolish girl. Tell the person, Bishop, Bishop is talking to you. Yeah. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Amen. Are you getting that? Now, go ahead. Verse. Then Pharaoh gave others orders about Abraham to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. God blessed him and gave him peace. Look at look at the next chapter, chapter thirteen, verse one and two. So Abraham went up from Egypt to Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lord went with him. Verse two, and. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and in gold and he enjoyed it in peace. May that be your blessing in the name of Jesus. May that be your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amrod best will not come to your house in the name of Jesus. 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 You will not have cancer of the truth. In the name of Jesus. You don't have cancer of the truth in the Yes. Hallelujah. Hmm? Genesis chapter 26. Isaac. This is my last scripture. Isaac also was in a time of famine. All right. 
Now there was a famine in the land beside the earlier famine of Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerah. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while and I'll be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I'll give all these lands and will confirm the oath as well to your father, Abraham. Verse 12. Let's read from verse 12. Isaac planted crops in, the, in that land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. May you reap a hundredfold of your investment. May you reap a hundredfold of your investment. Whatever investment you have made in your life, may you reap a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. May what you have planted not dry out. May it not die. Hallelujah. May the law of the harvest work on your behalf. May the law of the harvest work on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. The law of the harvest is that you reap when you sow. So every good thing that we have sown, may you reap it in multiple folds. I said in multiple folds. Yeah. Yeah. All throughout my life, I've looked after others, other people. And then, as my children have grown up, other people have looked after them. Yeah, I've been reaping. I've been reaping. I've been reaping. Amen? Now, the man became rich, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. And he has so many flocks and heads and servants that the Philistines envied him. How many of you want to be successful? Get ready for envy. You don't want envy. Then you cannot be successful. Yeah. If nobody is envying you, then it means you are not successful yet. It means you are not successful yet. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people attend weddings to just look at the bride. Yeah. Wishing that either she will fall down, something will happen, she will break her leg or something. People are evil. Or to look at the dress. Oh, uh, yeah. Even the dress. Oh, uh, hey, hey, hey. Jealousy, jealousy. Sometimes I take a picture of my wife and I'm kissing her and I'll put it on the platform where my children are and I'll tell my children, no jealousy, jealousy. Go and look for your own. No jealousy, jealousy. Amen? Eh? Verse 15. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. You are going to become too powerful through the Solomonic anointing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ah, you are going to become very powerful. 
at your workplace, chale, 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 you are going to become very, very powerful. And it is going to be the doing of the Lord. Receive the Solomonic anointing. The anointing that made Solomon powerful. May you also receive that same anointing. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Jerah and settled there. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug. You see now, watch. Now, he was very rich. But watch. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. And he gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there. But the headsman of Jerah quarreled with Isaac's headsman and said, the water is ours. So he named the well Essek because they disputed with him. Then they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also. So he named it Setna. How many of you have been seeing that? It looks as if that you know, in your life, anytime something good is trying to happen, out of nowhere, some Philistines and some herdsmen of Jera, they just arise, they struggle with you, they quarrel with you, they fight with you to frustrate your blessing. But all that is coming to an end. I say all that is coming to an end. God is going to give you peace. God is going to give you peace. Receive the peace of God. Receive the peace of God. God is going to give you safety and security in the name of the Lord Jesus. God is going to deliver you from all your fears. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. He moved on from there and dug another well. And no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth. Now the Lord has given us room and we will flourish in the land. You see, God now gave him peace and safety and security. Everything was calm. Kawari. Everything is going to become calm in your life. God is going to subdue your enemies. I say, God is going to subdue your enemies. Hallelujah. God is going to... Hey, don't worry. God eh, is very well. The most... The person that is more wicked to deal with people is God. That's why I said, vengeance is mine. Just leave it for me. Just leave it. Just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Moses told the Egyptians. He told them, Exodus 14. He said, He said, The Egyptians that you see, the Egyptians that you see, you shall see them no more forever. Oh, you, don't, you don't understand? Eh? If somebody say, Your enemy that you see, you shall see them no more forever. What does it mean? They will cease to exist. Yeah. So when the children of Israel went into the sea, eh, God allowed the Egyptians to follow them into the sea. 
Yeah. He allowed them. And they were on chariots. They were on chariots. Okay. Before they could realize the waters were coming over them. And then they tried to tend to run away. The wheels under the chariots started coming off. And they, they, get, they got stuck. God wiped them out. Relax. Somebody is disturbing you. Eh? Relax. God is going to wipe them out. Are you clapping hands for Jesus? God is going to wipe them out. And God is going to give you peace. Hallelujah. Solomon was successful. He was. Next week, I'm going to show you his cars. And I'm going to show you his deco. His deco. His deco. You see, I'm trying to explain to you that Solomon was successful. And I want you to see his success. And after you have seen his success, now you must desire to become as successful as Solomon. Then the question will be, what was it that he did? That made him so successful. And you are going to do the same thing as you follow him. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet and clap your hands for the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. Lift up your hands. And thank the Lord for his word. Thank the Lord for his word. Thank the Lord for his word that he has revealed to you. Can we all stand, please? Can we all stand? Okay, nobody should go out. Lift up your hands and your voice and pray. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We give you praise. We give you honor. We bless your name. We adore you. We exalt you. There is none like unto you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the Solomonic anointing that is being released upon our lives to become successful. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a wonderful clap offering. Close your eyes. If you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, it is a blessing. Maybe somebody invited you to church or you came on your own. But you know that you are not walking with Jesus. You don't have life in Jesus Christ. You are not saved. You are just walking in the world. Doing whatever you want to do. There is a God who loves you. There is a Savior who wants to save you. He sent His Son to die on the cross for your sake. To love you. What a blessing. As every eye is closed, and every head is bowed down. Wherever you are standing right now, if you want me to pray for you to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, lift up your hand like this and I'll pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up. Lift up. Lift up your hand. God bless you. God bless you. I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray for me. If you have lifted up your hand, take your Bible or your bag, leave your seat and come to me to the front here. Come, brother. Come. Come. Clap your hands for them. 
Come. Come and be saved. Come. 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 Oh, clap for them. pray together. Those of you, let this prayer come from the bottom of your heart. Pray this prayer. Let the whole church join. Say, dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior. I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart and save my soul. From today, I am born again. I shall love you and follow you and save you. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon, opposite the Collegon main gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Ghana, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.